This episode of Horror Movie Talk is brought to you by Bugs Underneath Your Skin. Do you feel itchy? Are you worried someone might be listening to your thoughts? You should be, because they are. The bugs underneath your skin love to climb up and down your dermis until you feel like your body is no longer your own. But you don't have to let them do that to you. Just take it off. That's right. Take off your skin. Try it. You might like it. Take off your skin. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. I'm Max Allen, the doctor of Spooky Wookie, and with me is Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, as well as Sydney Lee, the creepy hostie with the ghosties. <laughs> Guys, by now we've been back to our roots, and we're staying here <laughs> reviewing exclusively horror movies as the name would lead you to believe. New theatrical releases always get priority. But we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. The full video will be available on YouTube, so don't be a square. Make sure to share. Also check out patreon.com slash horrormovietalk, the equivalent of the adult section at your video rental store. If you want to add your pee to the community pool, go to horrormovietalk.com or call 682-253-4468 and leave us a voicemail. We just got done listening to the voicemails we had, so we need some more. Make sure to call in and let us know your thoughts. I mean, all we have to do is throw shade at David, and there's going to be like five more voicemails that's coming true. up. So. Half the voicemails do tend to be from David, but that's how we like it. <laughs> but yeah, before we start, I wanted to just apologize. My green screen wasn't working, so I tried to you know, get some cool lighting in the background. Hopefully it looks good. It's nice. Ah! <laughs> Ah, what? <laughs> what is that? What is what? Someone's behind you. Oh, no, that's just the thing that's been copying me. <laughs> no, it's really starting to look like me, actually. I think it is. Nice. No, I'm pretty sure he's tame. Uh, he hasn't okay. hurt me yet, so. Cool. <laughs> All right, guys, we've got a great show for you today. We will be reviewing The Void, the The Void from 2016. There's there's some other movies called The Void, I think. It was kind of a little scary trying to watch this movie because Sydney texted me after I had watched it. Hey, did you know that there's other movies? I also watched it already, too. I was on Letterboxd trying to review it. <laughs> She's like, did you know there's other movies called The Void? And I'm like, oh, no. Please don't tell me I watched the wrong movie. But no, it was the right one. The Void from 2016. This was a Patreon pick. So thank you to our patrons. We hope you enjoy this episode. We'll start it's off only, by... It's only been twice where we came into the episode watching different movies. Do you, if you're a... You guys are super fans. Like, do you remember the episodes? I remember where... when Fart uh, watched the wrong Final Destiny. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. Final Destination. Um, what was the other one? The other one, I don't think we actually had... We had to actually re-record the episode because we came into it and we were like, 
oh what are you talking about because like david wanted to record paranormal activity next of kin Mm -hmm. and i think we had had conversations and we had at that point we had never actually recorded an episode on paranormal activity the first one oh and so when we're choosing i think he said like let's do paranormal activity but what he meant was the new paranormal activity that Mm -hmm. was just coming out and i watched the original paranormal activity (laughs) and uh so miscommunications happen but yeah we all watch the same movie it's the one it's the the one with the big dark hole right yeah it's the one with the void right yeah that's the one we watched the void they never say the void in the fucking movie they call it the abyss which pissed me off just say the name of the movie it's the same thing as an abyss kind of yeah this is the one with the empty hospital and the triangles yes yeah okay and Bryce is a is especially knowledgeable about this movie because he's already reviewed it on the show. <laughs> For those of on you who Asia. don't know, Bryce uh, and David did an episode on this movie for a pretentious review. So if you haven't checked out the pretentious reviews, go check those out because they're pretty cool. They're pretentious. I don't think they're actually available right now, so don't don't, you don't have are. to plug them. We've got to figure out a way to, to put them back up because that tier is no longer available. Um, okay, never mind. There, only I could watch them then because yeah. I did watch. Um, I I went back and watched it, and uh, I'm gonna steal all the things you said. I like, didn't, I didn't well, watch can, it, so you I won't know. I don't re- even mind. remember what I said, so you can tell me if my opinions changed on it or not. <laughs> okay, I I think I remember your score, so we'll we'll find out once we also, get. Also, if any of you did watch the pretentious reviews when they were on. Um, let us know if Bryce has changed his opinion mm-hmm. and what you guys remember from them. Let mm-hmm. us know in YouTube comments, Instagram comments, the Facebook group, anywhere, anywhere you can talk to us. Please talk to us. We love it. All right. We'll start off by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of one to ten. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later, we will be playing Would You Rather, <gasps> which is... A game that I made up and no one's ever played before. Mm. Interesting. I um I went online and just stole a bunch of would you rather questions, so I didn't okay. make any of them up. But uh, we'll. I I just wanted to pick your brain, see uh you know what horrible situations you'd rather do over some other horrible situations. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think. All right. We we've played would you rather before, and I don't think I'll other I'll ever beat the one that I made up on that one. Do you remember what it is? I do remember. I'll I'll save it for the game. <laughs> okay. Do you remember what it was? I think we made a, a short out of it, or at least I did. Post I don't remember. remember. Okay. All right. We'll we'll move on. Okay. In, let's intro this movie. <laughs> the Void can be streamed for free on Tubi, which has had the movie that we've reviewed like the past four weeks in a row. I am astounded. Tubi is going crazy right now. Personally, I used Amazon with the freebie thing because mm. free freebie and Amazon are like on the same shit. So same thing. Whatever. It's also on Peacock. Um, wow, you can watch it on Peacock. Oh. You still got to watch commercials in the beginning, but there's none in the middle. And it said it was on AMC Plus, but I couldn't find it. So liars. If you're paying for so Peacock, watch it there. Yeah. The Void is about a cop named Daniel who drives an injured man to an understaffed hospital after he finds him bleeding in the woods. Upon arrival, Daniel realizes this will not be just another day on the job as he quickly is forced to draw his weapon on a nurse who attacks him in a manic rage. 
Before Daniel can call for help, the hospital is surrounded by unknown figures in hoods who won't come inside, but also won't let anyone leave. Wackiness ensues, silliness abounds. Yeah, it's hard to hard to describe this movie. There's a lot going on in it. Yes, like, there there's is. There's a lot and of like... Un... It's not very straightforward. I mean, I guess it is, but it, it kind of just goes in all sorts of different directions before it inevitably leads you to the void. Mm-hmm. Um, dun, dun, dun. But my review of The Void is The Void is some sort of hodgepodge that pulls from many different movies, creating a wild ride that barely gives the viewer time to breathe. The creature design reminds me of a monster that you might fight in a Doom video game, which is definitely a good thing, and the acting, for the most part, is pretty good. Some of the twists and turns this movie takes feel a little forced to me coming out of nowhere with what seemed like zero foreshadowing, yet instead of feeling shocked and blindsided, I was just kind of like, okay, I guess that's what we're doing now. I couldn't tell if the movie was trying to say something about like pregnancy and miscarriages and losing a child, because that's something that comes up a lot. Um, It seemed a little like it was trying to say something, but um, I don't know how losing a child connects to triangles or pyramids or drug-fueled sex binges, Uh but that's just... (laughs) Overall, it's an interesting movie. Well, there's a connection between drug-fueled sex binges and pregnancy. (laughs) Sure. Sure. You can draw draw that line. Not not a line I'm I'm willing to draw at this point, Mm -hmm. but uh, overall, it's an interesting movie, worth a watch, but not a must-see for me. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. So I remember I told you guys that I had seen this um, in high school. I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it around the time that it came out, and... I remember watching it with my sister and me and her I don't even know if we finished it because I was like this is so beyond that I don't even like I did not like it my first reaction to the movie was like I don't like this I'm feel like all these tropes are overplayed and stuff like that um but I what this was like it came out eight years ago so I was like maybe I'll have a different opinion when I watched it this time and I was just like I was trying so hard to like this movie. Like the whole time I was like, all right, maybe that can be forgiven. That can be forgiven. I just thought it was pretty disjointed. And I really hated the cop, like the main character. He was such a dick. Like he was a dick the whole time. He like, I don't know there. We'll get into it more in spoilers because I don't want to say anything right now about exactly stuff he was doing. But I was just like, then there were like the other characters who were like from the beginning i was like who are these people like what is, like what are their motives and then like i don't know i just didn't think think things were set up very well and i also the only thing i wrote down when i was watching this movie was the about the creatures in it what if the cenobots from or cenobites from hellraiser were like that thing from the Darmin doggy door. I think you should leave. Sketch this thing. Um, <laughs> I love that. What if they sketch. were that? That is exactly. Um, that's exactly what I thought of. Um, I was like, this is the only thing that, or the thing from the ritual, which I love the ritual and it, like the the way that it, mm-hmm. the creatures looked. But um, yeah, I just I tried to like this movie really didn't um i'm gonna give it a five i mean i i i liked it it was okay Uh, this is the second time i watched it and i thought i would probably like it more this time but i don't know it still felt kind of boring through a lot of it 
it's very arbitrary and it's kind of like it sets up a lot of maze-like plot points that never really connect to each other and it just feels arbitrary and so it doesn't engage my interest because it doesn't feel like we're really resolving most of it but the creature effects the you know the ending and like some of the elements are all interesting it's just not just not tied together super well and you know stuff like they they have the setup where it's a bunch of interesting characters and they have like this kind of like setup to be kind of like a zombie movie it's kind of like uh, dawn of the dead or or even the mist where you're you're forcing people to be in a confined space and so there's a lot of like human interaction stuff that could happen and personalities colliding and like decisions that could be made and arguments and none of that's in this movie <laughs> like there's no real character interaction or like no decisions it's it's all very much like and now they're being attacked and now they're fighting back and now they're going down here and now they're being attacked and now they're fighting and then this happens um it just doesn't feel super cohesive that being said it's it's still kind of interesting it's still pretty good but i'd give it like a six out of ten Mm-hmm. Five, six, I seven. Think, huh? I think you gave it an eight out of ten last time, and David, yeah. I think, may have gave it a ten. Holy shit! I didn't. I thought David didn't like it that much. Like I. No, you both were singing its praise. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think on the second watch, it's just like it's okay. It's really cool, and there's a lot of cool elements. But like as a movie, like I think both times I wasn't actually super engaged in it, and I was kind of dozing off. And I think last time I blamed it on being tired but this time i was like this is the only movie i was watching last night you know it didn't you know it was at like nine o'clock in the in the evening it's not like i was that tired and it was yeah. like nope this is just kind of i'm just kind of waiting for the next thing to happen for this to finish and yeah. so i think um, it's also cool that um i read in the imdb trivia that they really don't use any cgi like the mm-hmm. team created all the gore and the monsters and stuff which it's you know i can tell which is good because like you can tell when things are cgi and they look bad um Mm -hmm. so i thought it was um i think everything looked great like that's you know but it's just very disjointed in its plot yeah i mean all of its flaws are in storytelling and not in like the visuals or the acting um it had a lot of potential the yeah. premise was cool if they explained a little bit more of it, kind yeah. of. But it was explained. There's a little bit where you can say, like, it's kind of cool to leave a lot of stuff unresolved and a lot of mystery. Like, I think that's what they're going for. But also there's, like, at least stay consistent with one thought, you know? If right. it's If it's going to be a cult, you know, trying to bring forth, you know, a Lovecraftian monster, like, just focus on that. Don't, like, have weird like um i don't know it just felt i mean i guess that's what it was but it still felt kind of disjointed it felt like there's too many things going on Mm -hmm. have either of you seen the last shift or malum the remake love the last shift okay i love the last shift i've seen it a bunch of times me and my dad one of our favorite horror movies of all time I went mm-hmm. to see Malum or Malum in theaters. We were the me and my boyfriend were the only two in the theater and we ended up I didn't know that it was a remake and when I started watching it I said, "The last shift is so fucking good. Why would they like why would someone try to copy that?" Then I found out it was a remake and we ended up walking out because I got mad. <laughs> Interesting. See, yeah. <laughs> Malum got a lot of hate, but I thought it was 
good. I, I thought it was actually scarier than The Last Shift. Anyways, I bring that up because this movie is so similar to The Last Shift. Because in that, it's about a, a cop who has to like stay at a police station that is being shut down. And so she's the only one there. And she has to like hold down the fort for the last shift of the of the station. And there's like a cult involved. Check out my hair, by the way. Let's look at this. Hey, you look hot. I should, I should have worn this. Done this for, (laughs) for Lisa Franks. It's not a phase, mom. (laughs) Wow, it's long. I know that is long. I should. I'm always tempted to have a goth face. No, just keep growing it. Keep growing it. There we go. Let's see. Are we are we recording right now? We are, right? Yeah, Yeah, we're recording. (laughs) We'll come back. There we go. Perfect. Okay. Apologies, everyone. My mic has been like shorting out after like an hour or two of recording. So we're back. And we're back. I, I think I was just saying that The Last Shift reminds me a lot of this movie. That's all I wanted to say. I like The Last Shift better, but I also have to rewatch it. Definitely. So that was 2014 and the remake is what? Fucking last, last year. year. Oh. I don't know why he did that, um, honestly. Like, it just, I couldn't really find a clear answer about why he made that decision. Huh. He wanted to use a better camera. It looked it looked really good, the new one. Yeah, I don't think we paid attention much because I've never been the only person in a movie theater. So me and him were kind of just, like, fucking around the whole time. We were, like, on mm. our phones and shit. We were like, well, it's fun. <laughs> and then we were like, all right, let's leave. And we didn't even pay for it. I remember that because no one was taking our, like, no one was at the kiosk and no one asked for our tickets. It was like 1 p.m. on, like, a fucking Tuesday. Like, no one, listen, that same exact theater in Nashville, there was a hundred person fight outside. So, like, (laughs) I don't think. A hundred person fight? A hundred people. You counted them? That's like a game. No, I wasn't there, but uh, my boyfriend was, and he saw Oppenheimer by himself, and then he came out, and there this was happening people were getting arrested and he was just like they were fighting over whether barbie or oppenheimer was better (laughs) there's all the oppenheimer bros and the barbie (laughs) girls going at it they were like kids they were teenagers all of them it's insane that's Hmm. crazy yeah nashville is wild west baby (laughs) i mean i still can't get over the fact that you just stole a movie but oh come on you wouldn't download a car that's all I'm saying. You know I what? Yeah, what's I do that. What's ironic is if you paid for the ticket, the cognitive dissonance would actually make you appreciate the movie more. Probably. Yeah. Just but from I think you wouldn't just have because out. we didn't. From a psychological standpoint, you and would have you got, would have gotten to see a remake of one of your favorite movies. Right. Well, maybe I'll rewatch it and like it. Okay. God damn. Okay. Well, don't rewatch it yet. We might review it soon. Okay. Anyways, if you're listening to these commercials, you should know. Actually, did you guys give your scores? <laughs> yeah, yes. did, right? yeah, we gave our scores, yeah. Okay, you should know that you don't have to. <laughs> um, head on over to our Patreon where you can get bonus content and content without ads. That's right, these episodes without the ads. Listen, we don't want to give you the ads. We don't. We have to give you the ads. We have to make money, and the website we use forces us to put like 13 ads per episode. It's not our fault. Yeah. Our our decline in Patreon subscribers has sent me to a dark place, and <laughs> you know, as you can see from my hair, I'm 
I'm in my goth phase now, and it's all because that we don't have enough paying patrons. Q, yeah. welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We were getting like a new pat- patron every day for like a week, and I was so hyped, and I was like, we're on the up and up. And then this last week just destroyed my soul. Everyone was unsubscribing. Hurt my feelings, well, actually. It's just, you know, what we need to do is beg more. We do. We just I need think... to beg for more people. We're so close to getting back to a hundred. You know, yeah. All we need is seven. Maybe we, maybe we should do a an offer again where it's like we uh, once we get to a hundred, we can have the uh, Facebook group vote for a movie. That That'd would be, be good. Fun. I People also think that. we should do a stream where we beg for. Um, patrons to give us money the entire time and we do silly wacky stuff every time someone subscribes i would do that i would see i'll do silly wacky stuff for money guys come on i will too i'll do lots of silly wacky stuff you don't know yeah i'll sell feet until you try yeah yeah fuck it patreon tier for all our feet yeah i'll I'll start the my only fans once we get to 200 patrons (laughs) okay I promise. That's awesome. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, guys, the $2 tier is not a shameful thing. That is a beautiful thing that we love. You know, if you can't if you can't afford the $15 tier, that's fine. Head on over to Patreon. Do the $2 tier. We will love you unconditionally unless you unsubscribe. Mm-hmm. And then we'll that's cry. the only condition. Also, head over to the Horror Movie Talk shop at horrormovietalk.com where you can find cool merch fun stickers, cool stuff to get for your loved ones. Check out our resident artist, Dustin Goble, a professional artist who adopts baby kittens. He also takes commission for artwork from HMT fans. Contact him at on Instagram at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 and make your artistic dreams come true. Tell him the HMT sent you. Again, that number is 682-253-4468. Please come leave us a voicemail. Thank you for listening. Let's get into the spoilers. Spoilers! Okay. This movie starts um, with a man and a woman screaming, running out of a house, and these two dudes uh, shoot the girl in the back, and the guy just keeps running into the forest, and they immediately just light her on fire, which is brutal, and uh, honestly, I think that's the worst way to go. Dying Death by fire's got to be the worst death. It's the most painful, but... I like like this is a great start to a horror movie. It just throws you right in. But um I will say about this like dad and son, right? Are they a dad and son? I mm, I don't think no? so. No, it is. The like the guys that come into the hospital later on. I'm pretty sure they're dad and son. They're a father and son? I didn't think so. I would by like the weird flashback thing that happens um or not flashback hallucination whatever the fuck that was um I thought they were dad and son um but well, yeah, whoever the characters are are named the father and the son so okay I'm oh, sure okay. The okay you're right so, then my bad by these I mean see it's very disjointed um but uh them two I did not understand why the son didn't talk um they didn't really explain much um 
I mean, it's later on in the movie, so I'm kind of jumping forward. But like, there, the mom and like the sibling died somehow. We don't know how. Um, it's like someone feels guilty for it. They both feel guilty for it. I was not sure what was happening, and I don't know why he didn't talk. They didn't. They said, "Oh, the last people he trusted, it was like bad." And then he like he had like some injury on his neck? Question mark. I was not sure. I was just not sure about that whole plot line, I guess. I don't know. It pissed me off. It was annoying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I didn't even know they were related, so you were a step (laughs) ahead of me. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, then it cuts to the cop. His name is Daniel. Um, He's he's like a sheriff or something. Um, I don't know. I don't even really know what all those titles mean. He's a cop. He's a cop. Uh, He's sitting in his patrol car. And this the guy from before who is running away stumbles out of the woods and is like bent over. And at first he just thinks that he's like drunk or high or something. And so he gets out of his car and he's like trying to talk to him, trying to get him on his feet. And he realizes that he's bleeding, I guess. I don't know. He didn't really have a lot of blood on him from what I can see. But he the cop is immediately like, oh, my gosh, we got to get this guy to a hospital. And, you know, they drive to the hospital. But I guess he didn't know that the hospital they were driving to is, like, being transferred to a new hospital. And so there's only, like, three employees there. No, he did He did know that. He was just, like, he was talking to the dispatch lady and was, like, oh, do I really have to take them to this hospital since, like, there's going to be, like, no one there. And she was, like, well, the other hospital is another 20 minutes away and you don't know if, like, someone will help you there or not. And, and he's, like, fine, yeah, I guess I'll go to the closest one, like... Are they even still open? It was like some shit like that. Um, Fate decided that day. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. The guy didn't seem that injured to me. It's like, is a 20-minute drive that big of a deal to go to an actual hospital with staff? And it's like he wasn't even injured. Like, that's what the whole thing was. I don't know why he would immediately take him to the hospital. Like, he should have examined him. Yeah, I I thought he was shot or something. Was he not shot? No. I mean, okay. maybe he was. It didn't. Why is my camera not focusing? Maybe he was shot, but it didn't really show. <laughs> I cannot get my camera to focus. <laughs> It'll be blurry the whole episode. Come on, baby. I usually put my face really close. And then close. come back. That didn't nope. do anything. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'll I'll fix it the next time you guys are having a conversation. But <laughs> um, they get to the hospital, and there's kind it's of fixed. like this. Oh, it is fixed. What would you look at that? That's a life lesson for you guys. Things work out. Um, there's there's like a handful of people there. You got um, the waiting room, which has a pregnant woman and her grandfather, and he she is apparently ready to pop. I don't know why she's at this hospital. Well, I do know why, but um, we don't find that out till later. I was just thinking, like, wouldn't it be way better to go to the actual hospital with people there uh, if you're about to go into labor but she doesn't care um, like even having a skeleton crew at a hospital this is irresponsible there is yeah it is one one doctor uh and one nurse two and one there's nurse two in nurses training. two nurses yeah but she's like a nurse in training she's not no, even no no, like... no there's no, no. there's two there's nurses two and nurses. the nurse in training and the nurse in training oh that's right there is two nurses so and, yeah i mean yeah if someone comes to the hospital, they're fucked. Yeah. yeah. So someone came to the hospital and they were fucked. 
So it's like the pregnant woman is waiting to be seen. I don't know why they're waiting so long. They could definitely admit her. There's like yeah, the doctor's rooms. doing nothing. He's just like nothing. walking around talking to people. Um, and then there's one like mid twenties guy who's in a hospital bed who looks sick, and then the cop brings that the guy he found on the road there. So there's three patients. And if there's two nurses, a nurse in training, and a doctor, they should be able to see all these patients as, like, they need to. But um, they really are not doing their jobs, honestly. Mm, no. <laughs> well, one of them is just stealing food from a patient and walking around, like, hanging out. Yeah. She's not doing anything. Yeah, it feels very much like, oh, they couldn't afford extras. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, yes. no, this hospital's what was closing down. Yeah, that's the ticket. Um, yeah, because this <laughs> we have enough money to rent this not... hospital for one night. Oh my yeah, god, I the mean, budget even... was only eighty-two thousand. Really, that's crazy. And well, it made three hundred and seventy-seven thousand. See, here's the thing, though. People always say, like, "Oh, this is such a small budget, only eighty-two thousand. I could make some stuff happen with eighty-two thousand. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I mean, you, could you make this movie for eighty-two thousand? I, don't know. I could make I could make an incredible movie with eighty two thousand. I promise you. Okay. No training either. I have I have no right. I, I have no skills, but I know I could do it with eighty two thousand. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. This production company also did the Leprechaun Returns in twenty eighteen. Oh, well, there you Good go. Good for them. <laughs> One thing that I found interesting is that all the characters seem to know each other already even though the cop is just showing up. So apparently it's a small town. You know, everyone knows each other. Um, they're close with the doctor and he, the cop and the doctor and the nurse, because the nurse is uh, Daniel's wife who they're having problems. So I don't think they're like together, but they're still married. They all seem to know each other and they share the history of losing a child. The doctor mm -hmm. lost his like teenage daughter or like however old she was. And the cop and the nurse had like a stillborn or something like that. So they share that history. And to me, this was kind of one of the things where it felt like they were trying to lead a, a bread trail to where they were going, but it didn't really land for me because the doctor goes down this like psychotic path because he loses his child. And we're supposed to be like, oh, okay, that's the reason he's crazy. But they also lost their child and they're not crazy. So I don't really know how that it didn't seem like it was leading up to it to me. No. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a like the theme of loss and death, and then what the kind of what the crazy scientist was trying to do is defeat death, you know, and defeat uh. the like the life and death cycle and transcend mm -hmm. it through body horror, apparently. But yeah, it just it doesn't, doesn't make I mean, sense. I think the biggest the biggest di disconnect is like the doctor goes from being like the family doctor and a normal person to being absolutely insane in like yeah one in no time at all just he shows back up and he's insane it's like oh okay. but it's like he's been doing this for a while right like and so it's like why is he just like still showing up for work if he was also like at that house with the other guy doing the drug-fueled sex party cult shit like i it just it like they yeah, because he's the trying... leader of the cult that's surrounding yes. the hospital. Yeah. And it's and like so there's if... not any indication before that's revealed that there was any kind of anything off with the doctor at all. Well, and he's so nice in the beginning, too. He's, like, giving Daniel 
advice. He's like, you know, like give your wife time. Like when I lost my daughter, it was terrible, but I learned to cope and uh, you guys will too. Like he's, he's being very personal with them and it seems like they have a connection there. And then like two scenes later, he's this maniac. It's yeah. pretty wild. I think the scene that like worked for me the most is when the state state policeman comes and he and you're like oh shit good like we're gonna like get some relief or like he's gonna mm-hmm. help them out and then he dies pretty quickly i did like that like thing because mm-hmm. it, it, it really sets up how hopeless it is but again like it's just like if they were trying to send a message about grief and loss and shit it really doesn't land it like it doesn't it's kind of all over the place and like it's just i don't know it's yeah, just, and it's i can't also, put my it's finger on like, what i don't like <laughs> yeah it's also hard to like nail down what the threat really is because right it's like okay so the threat is some kind of infection that turns you into the thing from you know the thing uh or is it the evil cultists outside that are going to stab you or is it the people inside the hospital that will randomly for no reason slash your throat Mm -hmm. you know or is it like these outsiders or this criminal it's like it just feels like it's not consistent with like what's going on and not enough is tied together or there's too many character types that are dangerous in it on their own where it's like yeah you don't know where to focus Mm -hmm. you don't know where to worry yeah so let's let's move along on the story so we can catch everyone up so basically daniel walks into a room to talk to a nurse and he finds her just stabbing uh one of the patients in the eyeball and she is also like tearing her flesh off and cutting her face and that's horrifying enough but then she turns on him and is acting like she's gonna come stab him and so he pulls out his gun and shoots her something i did like about this movie is that they kind of treat the use of a weapon as a cop i feel like pretty realistically where he's very hesitant to to draw and when he does he's like kind of freaked out about it versus like i feel like you know obviously there are cops who pull out their gun way too often and that's a terrible thing but the majority of police officers never pull out their gun and so it's like, you know, you can tell that he's freaked out about it so much so that after he pulls the trigger, he like has a panic attack and gets falls unconscious. And he keeps yeah. having these fucking dreams or visions every time that he's unconscious or whatever. And those piss me off because I'm like, where does that go? Where are we going with that, guys? Like, really? Like, I don't. It's like, oh, shit, what's going on? And it's like nothing. Nothing's happening, actually. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, yeah. yeah, I mean, even if there was, even if there was like a, you know, what they should have done is they should have had like some kind of otherworldly voice or something communicating because so confusing. Because like, what is it in the end that the doctor is trying to do? He opens a portal for what though? I don't like, know. What's he it's opening like he the didn't want to go in there. Yeah, he didn't want to go in. So something is supposed to come out, but nothing was, came out. He was trying they to went commune in. with the Triangle Man. Right, <laughs> Triangle Man. <laughs> triangle man triangle man it's if there's one thing we know about triangle man it's that he hates person man so (laughs) yeah i mean they should have listened to that song and they would have you know steered clear of triangle well listen there's you know there's only one thing older than time itself and even god it's a three-sided shape right (laughs) (laughs) it's the it would have been great they should have like a, a series of sequels to the void and just have like a super elaborate 
uh, lore around shapes. Mm-hmm. Like, from the dawn of time, Circle has battled with Triangle. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, I'd watch that. It's um. like that meme. Have you seen that meme? It's like uh, the, the Triangle is talking to Circle and he says, you're pointless. And then the the Circle says, could you actually not do that? I'm having a really hard time and that uh, actually hurts my feelings. <laughs> Oh, that's good. (laughs) It's good. Okay, so, um, yeah, the state trooper comes and sees that Daniel has shot a nurse, and so he's giving him a hard time about it and being like, why would you shoot Bev? Yeah. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Which, I mean, I understand a little bit of both. It's like, you know, she was still a good distance away from him. He could maybe just shut the door. The cop did not, like, Daniel did not explain what happened. That was my problem, is that when the state trooper's like, oh my god, what happened? He's like, uh, 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 she came at me with some scissors. And he's like, scissors? Like, really? And he's like, oh no. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, man, you gotta explain this. Because then he's like, oh, I have to call it in. The state trooper's like, I'll call it in. He's like, no, I'll call it in. And it's like, well, what are you going to say to the dispatcher? You going to actually be honest? Or like, you're just going to be like, I don't know. This <laughs> like, is actually probably the most unbelievable part about the movie is that I've watched a lot of cop videos, and I've never seen one not back up the other on a shooting. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> true. Like, it's okay, man. True. You had what you, you did you what you had it. to do. He was coming right at you. Uh, <laughs> She's only 90 pounds, but... You never know, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, yeah. But state so, troopers famously don't like regular cops. Mm, is that true? Have, I know nothing. Has anyone ever said su- seen super troopers? Come on, guys. Mm. No. I really? have a, a brother-in-law that was a state trooper for a little bit and didn't come up. Hmm. Oh well, I'm just I was just referencing the movie Super Troopers, which is very funny. Hmm. Super um, Troopers is good. It is good. I keep getting Better distracted because I f- piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this piece of shit that you gave us six. Let's and talk an eight about Super Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> Snowsberry tastes like snowsberries. All right, so, All right yeah, let's he, rock it through this movie. Yeah, let's yeah, go. yeah, yeah. So Daniel goes out to his car because he wants to call in that he just shot somebody. Um, but when he goes out there, there's a bunch of dudes in hoods with a little triangle on their face. And one of them stabs him, but he mm. ma- manages to get away, gets back into the hospital where things are far worse inside than they are outside because mm-hmm. the nurse that he shot is now this m- monster that's six times the size of her and is just like, I think he, I think the monster grabs the state trooper, right? And like pulls him down a hallway and they have to go fight him. Which is also when the two yes. guys from earlier enter the building, the father and the son, and they're causing lots of havoc because they're trying to kill the guy that he brought in from earlier. Yes. Yeah, lots of stuff going on. Lots of characters mm-hmm. entering. Yeah. Um, and which is also when the they, doctor... Why did they let them... Why did the cultists let them enter is the they, thing. They well, you can go say... in, you can't. They ended up saying that they fought so hard to get in there and you want to go back out there. Oh, when they go yeah, back out to right. get the shotgun, they're like, we had to fucking kill these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. How did they even know they were there? And also, why know. were they so scared of them? They had guns and the cultists had knives. It's like to shoot them. It's well, so but, um, stupid. When, when they come in, they mentioned that they're out of ammo. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that's why then. 
but um, the the guy who got picked up by Daniel stabs the doctor because the the doctor gets too close to him. Everyone's there's a, it's a very like a uh, pressured scene where mm-hmm. the two guys that come in they're trying to kill that guy and he's taken a hostage so that they don't shoot him and he ends up stabbing the doctor I think in the neck and he lays down a, you assume he's dead but he he comes back later well yeah because he's like laying down and dead and then like they look back later and he's gone mm-hmm. Woo! which is spooky oh. that's for there's sure a, there's a lot of stuff that happens in this like very chaotic sequence that um, yeah. is kind of hard to follow even when you're watching it you're there's so many things happening that like mm-hmm. it's just like oh and the pregnant girl oh and the gr- the grandfather pretty bad actor i'm gonna be honest um didn't line delivery wasn't great yeah he was he was uh out of central casting like. yeah <laughs> well luckily he only has like four or five lines in the whole movie mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah so they have to fight the nurse monster and they eventually kill her with an axe very and- cool scene very yeah, cool scene it's fun but the, the the trooper does die and he gets in his body's infected and they have to like burn him but this is when they decide that they need to go outside of the hospital to get the shotgun and when they walk outside the car which was parked just a few feet away from the entrance is now like super far away so i i don't know if they drove it out there or what but the car is now a very long distance away and they have to like run out there get the shotgun they're being attacked uh the younger guy the son gets like sliced on the hand but they eventually make it back in with the shotgun yep (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot to explain i'm so i this is like not the movie for me to to do as a second episode Uh on the day because i'm just like i'm struggling i'm sorry to the (laughs) listeners like i know this is like hard but we're really tired you know we've been doing this since how many hours ago Twelve, three three hours ago three and a half three hours ago okay so maybe i'm just complaining but yeah it's it's cool the the yeah the fight with like the the nurse monster is great it's very like reminiscent of the thing with practical effects and and then kind of the latter half of it switches from this really super confusing part to more linear of like okay now they're all gonna go to the basement mm-hmm. um, well because the oh, nurse we we have a little taken. bit before then like so um they get the shotgun they fight off the the hooded the triangle kkk men and mm-hmm. they um get back inside and then they're all gathered in one room because the pregnant teenager is like in a lot of pain and um the Daniel's wife, one of the nurses, they're the only nurse left, is like, we have to do a C-section or like they're both going to die. Like the baby and the mother is going to die. And if I need to do a C-section, I need to get antiseptic. I need to get painkillers. I need to do all these things. And all that stuff is in the basement. And he's like, okay, um, just I need to go out. Oh, yeah, he needs to go outside. So he's like, wait for me to go downstairs because I'm not letting you go alone she ends up going alone while they're outside they come back and he's like pissed um and like is this when they start exploring like they're not are they they're Mm -hmm. not in the basement yet no they're just looking around doctor's office 
and they find the fucking photos of like the sex party cult thing and then like the phone rings and this is when it gets all fucky like it's like uh, yeah because they find the photos and they find that the guy was in the photos right the yeah and he calls like the that. phone and he's like i'm still alive and you you'll see soon that this is the i need to, to save my daughter it's like some shit like that i don't really mm-hmm. know um, well and that's what really came out of left field for me because i was yes. like wait this is the doctor the guy who was like super nice from earlier and also died like mm-hmm. um but yeah so he had kidnapped um what's her name i don't know freaking Allison? Allison. Okay, we'll the, go with Allison. The wife. Yeah. So they interrogate the guy um, who knows a little bit more, and he, after getting his finger smashed by a hammer, ouch, um, says that like, well, I don't really know much, but uh, I just followed a girl who said that she could give me drugs, and she led me to this place where everyone was like having an orgy and like doing lots of drugs, and then people started dying. And that's kind of all he knows. Yeah, and he's like, the doctor made us do these things. That's like why I stabbed him. And he's like a really bad man. I was trying to get out of there when you guys came to like kill everyone. I don't know what the father and son were doing there to kill everyone in the beginning. I forget what the explanation was for that. Like, I don't think, I don't know if they explain that. But like, are they? Like, I don't, I mean, like, I guess they are at the end or whatever, but it was just like, weird and also they explain that this farmhouse in the beginning is 20 fucking miles away from this hospital so this guy like or not it was just like 20 i don't know i guess see here's the thing whatever we're gonna say this and put this episode out and then there's gonna be a bunch of people being like idiots they explain that in the movie it's when they said this and it's like listen there was three people that watched this movie two of them have seen it before Mm-hmm. And we still don't understand what goes on <laughs> in the movie. That's probably indicative that this movie is kind of a mess when it comes to. It's a little confusing, yeah. Telling you the yeah. vital information about the movie. And if you so, really like this movie and you're like, you know, you don't agree with us, like, tell us anyways. Like, maybe you can explain things for us, you know. But it only has a 5.9 on IMDb. Like, it's a pr- it seems like it's pretty divisive, like in the masses Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i i don't know what is the rotten tomatoes it's either um, love it or 78 78 on rotten tomatoes that's interesting but you know i mean i I could see this having like an indie cultish like kind of following we like i definitely see the strong points like the effects are amazing yeah i mean as as far as like a low budget horror movie it's fantastic like it's a real achievement but uh, i just come away with it just like really wanting to like it but not really liking it yeah, all that exactly. much. That's fair. Um, and so, anyway, so a lot, a lot of stuff happens. Um, yeah, let's get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah. So they decide yeah, this, to like, venture downstairs um, where Allison went. I don't know why it took them so long to be like, okay, I guess we'll go to the basement now. But they go to the basement. And they and, have Kim on the walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. Um, She's explaining, like, them. where to go. And yeah. when they get there... She's like, okay, you should be facing the room that Allison went into. And they're like, there ain't no room here. There's just another staircase that goes deeper, which I think is kind of cool. It's kind of like otherworldly. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it gets into the question of like, if, okay, guys, if there was a portal, let's say a portal appeared in front of you. 
another world. Looks extremely interesting. Are you stepping through? Of How course. am I going to get back? Yeah, okay. This is what I'm saying. What do you mean, of course? How, what if you get stuck there? <laughs> yeah. What Whatever. if you never come back? You can't see your, your kids and your wife. Well, also, you know, they're... what if you stick your hand through and immediately just like the 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 void just like chops off your hand? Yeah. Well, then I wouldn't step through it. <laughs> I don't know what you want. I would <laughs> I would take my stump back and I'd go home. I mean, I'd step through carefully first. You know, I'd carefully. stick my my arm through it and saw if you know it was gonna burn it off or or something, and then I'd stick my head through it, make sure I could breathe the air, and then. I'd walk through, you know. If I had the Rick and Morty portal gun and I ensured that I knew the coordinates to get back to my world, then sure. But, like, I don't know. If I couldn't get back, like, no, I've seen too many movies like that. Uh, You guys are playing with fire. I mean, if there's a portal that that opened up, that means there's going to be a portal that opens up again. Now I don't think that's that's true. (gasps) Have you guys seen John Dies at the End? No. no, I haven't. I think that could be categorized as a horror movie. Um, it's definitely like science fictiony. Uh, it definitely Does is a he? horror movie. Um, what? Does he? That's up for you to decide. It's one mm. of those movies. It's really good. I've seen it a bunch of times. Um, I would actually love to review that at some point. Um, I think I'm actually. But there's the, portals in that. That's what I'm saying. The writer of the book that that's based on is on TikTok, and he's a really funny TikToker. Really. Mm. Yeah. Jason Pargin? Pargin? Sure. Something like that. Yeah, I would love I would um <laughs> I would love to do that movie at some point. It's really good. Very good. Um So, yeah, they go into the basement. Better and... than this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I want to remind you that the lowest score that's been given to this movie on this podcast so far is a 5 and the highest was like a 10. So, I don't care. I'm just getting angry at this movie at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get through it, it, but talking I'm sorry. about it is is kind of like it's kind of frustrating. Like I like watching it. You're not like mad at it, but like once you once we started doing this, I'm like ah, oh, uh, you know. But let's get through it. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. So, so cut they to go, Allison. They go down the stairs. Oh, well, hold on. First, you right. gotta you gotta talk about Allison. So yeah, hold on, Bryce. <laughs> You can't get there yet. I just want it to be over. (laughs) (laughs) So So, does Allison. Yeah. (laughs) Allison is laying on a hospital table with a gown on and like a sheet over her. And the doctor is in there cutting off his face while he's explaining (laughs) that he's beat death. Um, which this scene is was just so confusing to me. I was like, how? How did you beat death? What are you talking about? Why are you cutting off your face? But uh, apparently cutting off your face is very important because two people do it in this movie. <laughs> you have to. Right. You have to do it. Skin is not allowed in the triangle land. But <laughs> so he reveals that he has put some monster in inside of her. And, uh, she's pregnant with, with some ghoul, some, some mm-hmm. baddie. And then, okay, now, Bryce, now we can cut to what you were saying. And it's very active, the ghoul. The ghoul oh, yeah. is a very active baby. Which reminds um, me a little bit of uh, uh, my baby that's growing inside my wife right now. Because mm-hmm. she is kicking and, and, and punching. And mm-hmm. uh, we uh, were able to see for the first time a couple of days ago a little a little bump of, uh, of yeah. a push. Oh, That's fun. Sweet. 
it's a fun time when you get to that stage and then it gets very aggressive mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like all right all right and then well, you she... start punching back <laughs> <laughs> you yeah know, you have to defend yourself oh jesus it's like it's like those cops like it was coming at me i couldn't i couldn't help it i had to punch back um, i know he was a five-year-old Okay, so so now the real meat and potatoes, which is they go down into this uh, sub level, which is very just reluctantly. Hell. Yeah, Daniel this... is like, we gotta do it, and everyone else is like, you're fucking insane, but okay, I guess we're gonna do it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's and very Hellraiser. That's what yes. I thought of when I saw all these like bodies and shit going on. That's why I said the Cenobites thing. Like it's really like that. They borrowed a lot from that, especially when we get to the end end where they're like gonna do the ritual or whatever the fuck, and the guy has no skin. Like I'm like, oh my god, this is like Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm but, I'm all for. I want to get back to gooey horror. Like, mm-hmm. I like horror that has great. some goo. I love know. the stickiness and sliminess of Hellraiser. That movie's fucking sick. Well, hey, hold on, hold on to your love of sticky because that'll come back um, when we do our Would You Rather. Yay! <laughs> uh, so sticky. as they're as they're walking Sorry. through all these bodies, uh, the voice of the doctor is like echoing around, and he's saying something along the lines of these are these are my failed experiments these things i tried to bring back from the dead but it didn't really work and they all want to die which is why this hospital caught fire they set the fire to kill themselves but it didn't work and, and they're all trying to kill themselves actively we have one guy that yes. has like a a baseball size hole through his head because he's slamming his head through a pipe and he can't like die i don't know why mm. these things can't die I, it doesn't make sense oh cuz he beat death by making these he beat death Things. Which yeah. apparently is not a good thing because all these things just are begging for death. Yeah. Um, and they kind of get separated at this point. Everyone kind of goes their own way. Uh, the the drug guy dies. Um, he's eaten by these monsters. And um, that's when Daniel finds his wife on the operating table. But it's not really his wife anymore. She's like given birth to this m- mutated monster. And he takes the fire axe and he kills her, which probably a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, very, very selfless of him. Um, also, at this same moment, we have the father and son walk into like a fucking room and it's their old house. And the father's like turned around and not facing the son. He's like, it's all your fault. You're supposed to be protecting them. And then you get like a flash of like dead mom and dead baby. And you just don't know why this happens. And that's really annoying because this seems like the core of the story. Besides Daniel, it seems like like their story is really important. And they talk about it a lot. But, like, you don't know what happened. Like, I don't know why the son is mute. And then they, like, a fight ensues with the father and the son because the father is, like, being possessed. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Like, he's being tricked. I don't know why there's a vision happening. Like, I don't know why they're in the old house. And, like, the son sticks a fucking flare in his father's stomach and he survives. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah, lots <laughs> of stuff happening. So yeah, it, it never really explains, like, why what's causing the hallucinations or who's like showing these visions in Daniel's head and stuff. But, um, I think it's all, I mean, you just take it all and it's like, well, this is all just flavoring. This is flavoring mm-hmm. for right. kind of the vibe it's going for. 
Um, yeah, and this ending is really the vibiest of of the vibe because um, Daniel is in the big room with the big triangle void, and the Doctor is opening the void into Triangle Land, and this is when uh, well we also get um, the pregnant girl. I think her name is Maggie. Uh, turns out she is also crazy and part of the cult, and oh, she kills yeah. her grandpa. Flashback and, to the upstairs and yeah. like Maggie, uh, Kim, the grandfather's like, you got to do something. She's like dying. And Kim's like, okay, I just need to give her this painkiller. The painkiller really doesn't do anything. And then it's presumed that Maggie does die and she's like brought back to life because of the doctor, just like inherently she kills her grandfather and um, Kim like, you know, then, oh, the people come inside the yeah. the mm-hmm. hooded people come inside then they take the the pregnant girl and they go down to the basement and kim is like hiding i feel like every time i explain one of these scenes i'm out of breath by the the end because there's so much stuff you have to pack into what happened in that scene yes um yeah so yeah now maggie's in the basement with him and stabs daniel in the back and that's when we get the big exposition dump by the doctor who says like my my daughter died and so I did all this to bring her back and, and now she's finally going to be back because I beat death and triangles are older than time and so he opens the the void and Maggie gives birth to his daughter I don't know I don't know why you would want your daughter back if she's going to be like a 8 foot tall like mo- like ritual-esque monster. It'd be great if if like you just open the portal, the triangle portable, portable, the portal, <laughs> the portable and just portal. his daughter steps out and daddy, I'm back. And then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Just very I would have liked that ever, better. See, that's you guys worth ever it. watched uh, the Broom Shakalaka uh, short no. on YouTube? <laughs> okay. We'll have to show that in the after pod. It's a uh, Adult Swim. It's kind of one of the uh, the shorts, like um, like the Too Many Cooks and okay. a bear eating in the woods or whatever that one's called. Oh, love that one. Um, Have you seen There Are People in This House? No. no oh, Broom Chocolock a... is probably my favorite out of all those okay. like absurd ones. Like it's because I have a soft spot in my heart for infomercials. And it's formatted ad, formatted as an infomercial. Cool. Anyways. So his daughter doesn't come out of the void. His daughter's apparently a a devil a monster. Horrible monster. And and it Daniel has been stabbed by one of the hooded figures, so he's kind of just like on the ground. Um, once Maggie like gives birth or whatever, she flips out and dies because she like realizes that this is probably not what she wanted to happen. Well, it also something. just tears out of her like like yeah. she's a toothpick giving birth to a watermelon. Exactly, mm. um, and then the the monster starts going after the father and the son, and the father ends up sacrificing himself for his son by he's like burn us now. Yeah, the, he the monsters dumps like a bunch of embedding. alcohol on him. Yeah, and he dies, and da- uh, and then Daniel jumps into the void with the. He With tackles the, the doctor, doctor into the void. Yeah, and that's not what the doctor wanted to happen. I don't know why the void would be there if not. I <laughs> I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense. But then Maybe the void he got closes. scared. Maybe it was what I was talking about where he opened the void and he was like, wait, am I going to be able to get back? 
And what happens if it just chops off my hand? And so he was really hesitant about it. Yeah, probably. But um, yeah, so that happens. And then um, the daughter monster comes back and is chasing the son. But since the void has been closed, this like part of the hospital that didn't like exist without the void is like the walls are closing in and it ends up squishing the daughter monster and the son ends up getting back upstairs and reuniting with Kim and there and she's like is it over and he's like he nods his head and that's so, yeah. it and then the last scene is Daniel and Allison holding hands as they stare at the the triangle thing yeah mm-hmm. the the pyramid mm-hmm. and that's it mm-hmm. and that's the end of the movie <laughs> and it happened yeah I mean it's it's cool like it's much more of a a movie with a vibe but it's not a consistent vibe. Like I, I think if they had <clears throat> delved more into kind of the mystery, or or just like focused mostly on you know like hallucinations or visions communicated from another world and the cult, it would have been an interesting movie, you know. But yeah. they threw in so much into it that it was just it's it's too much. Yes. Too much. Too much. Too much. But it's Anyways. all right. You can still watch it. It's it's not a bad movie. It's just it's kind of a mess. Yeah. Final recommendations. Who would like this movie? I wouldn't honestly recommend it to many people. I would say I, like I probably wouldn't either. Just like it's fine. If you like yeah. scary monsters that like I don't know. If you like movies that have a lot going on. I yeah. Guess. If you like if you crave like uh, practical effects. Um, if you're kind of into Lovecraftian horror, it kind of delves into to that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, uh, it's it's good. It's okay. All right. Let's get into Would You Rather. Cue the game show music. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Okay. In this, I'm not even going to participate. I'm just going to read you the questions, and you guys give me your answers. Okay. I'm, I why. read the first one, and then I just realized I probably don't want to read them. Um, I'll I'll get my oh, you did, initial. Oh, you did put them in there. Okay. Yeah, just don't don't look at them, Sydney. I think the I X out initial reactions is going to be the best part. I X out. Okay. Okay. Do, do, before we go on, do you want to share the one that you remembered from last time you did it? Uh, I'll share it at the end because I'm going to see if there's one actually as good as that one. Okay. Okay. Um, I doubt it. Also, I'm... I pulled a couple from from memory that I didn't make up, but I just remembered. Okay. So I'm wondering if maybe I remembered you doing it, it and might, I put it, it back on. Be. It might be. Okay. The first one. Would you rather pull your own thumbnail off with a fork ah! or put a toothpick under your big toe and kick a wall? What? <sighs> I've, I've, ha- I've like heard this one before, and I really hate thinking about it. Um how Peel. hard do I have to kick the wall? You have to full force kick the wall. Kick the wall, or you yeah, have to see. Peel here's here's the problem. Nail I couldn't do either one of them, so it doesn't no, matter which one I could choose. I just I wouldn't be able to do it. You know. I would rather peel my nail off. Makes I wouldn't sense. want to, but no, I would rather do you. that. Okay. Out of out of the two, I think the peeling the nail off is the most doable. Yes. Yeah. But not with a fork. It would have to be with pliers. Like, you'd have to use pliers to do that. Oh. 
because okay. you'd need you'd need to be able to grab onto something and just want, like pulling a tooth. You have to be able to like pull it out quickly. Yeah. Before you realize how much it hurts. With a fork, you'd have to like. I'm dig. not even. I'm not uh, even sure I could do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll chalk that one up to have, undoable. Uh, I wouldn't undoable. have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Next one. All right. The next one is: Would you rather be constantly itchy or constantly sticky? Ooh. Itchy, itchy, itchy. No, 100% I. One hundred percent itchy. No. No, because I hate being sticky and I wash my hands like 400 million thousand times a day so much that they are so dry and cracked all the time because I hate the feeling of having like anything on my hands. Like it's just disgusting except for like lotion. But like I like I don't like being sticky. It really grosses me out to a point where it's like unbearable and I am itchy often as like an anxiety thing. So I'd rather that's fine. I'd, I'd rather just be itchy all the time. Yeah, I mean, obviously they'd both be miserable, but I think, I think itchy would be the one I would choose to nice. because at least you get the satisfaction of scratching. Right. You know? Okay. There's let me no explain let to you why you're wrong. There's no <laughs> let up from being sticky. Like, no. You can't. Have you ever, have you ever taken pre-workout that makes your face itch? I have never. No. No. Okay. So think I work I, out. Yeah, who are you talking to, Max? Okay, listen, <laughs> listen. I like to get an energy drink before I go to work in the morning, just to put a little pep in my step. Uh-huh. This yeah, I this drink coffee. One day, this one okay. day, I did not have time to go to the gas station and buy an energy drink, but I did have some pre-workout in my cupboard. Oh my so, god! So I took a <laughs> scoop of it and I went to work. And my face was so, first of all, you have to know that pre-workout, it makes you, it gives you this itch that if you scratch it, it gets a million times more itchy. So I'm sitting in a first grade class <laughs> like this, and I'm screaming in my head because my face is so itchy. I can't believe it. Max, pre-workout I, is literally I, like crack, by the way. Like yeah. people have described it as close to doing crack. I don't even know what pre-workout. I assumed it, you meant a protein shake. It's like caffeinated, or it's ultra caffeinated, like powder. Yeah, it's like a lot of caffeine, a lot of other things that like do weird things to your blood that get it circulating like way too fast and way pumping mm-hmm. way too hard. So you can it's, have a really good workout and have the motivation to like lift more than you normally would or whatever i don't know max I, I hate to break it to you i think you might be allergic to your pre-workout you might no, 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 that's, no, no. that's what happens that's what you're that's what it's supposed to feel like yes like isn't that crazy that people do that like intentionally all the time because the itch makes you just so crazy <laughs> and it makes you just like freak out and that's how you lift heavy weights <laughs> it's literally like crack <laughs> yikes okay all right next one would you rather eat poison ivy or a handful of wasps that's a good question. Would poison ivy affect you in your mouth as much as it would? I'm not allergic to poison ivy. I don't know. I so thought I everyone's allergic to poison ivy. I thought that's the no. thing about it. No, my dad had it once, and I gave him a hug, and I didn't know, and I, I didn't get it. So okay, can you prepare the wasps? <laughs> do they have to be live wasps? What do you mean prepare the wasps? You want to oh, kill them if all? You're and gonna then... cook if yeah? Could you saute them? No, that's actually a good question because they actually would probably taste fine if you seasoned and cooked them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. No, I would, I would choose the wasps because I prepare them and I'd remove their stingers. Okay, you that's know, actually I'd fair. Re- 
I'd chop off their stingers, saute them in a nice, you know, meaty sauce, and chomp them down. You're kind of making me hungry. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, me. <laughs> I'm getting kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you rather have sex with a donkey and no one ever finds out, oh! or, not, or not have sex with a donkey but everyone thinks you did? <laughs> You're fucked. That's a bad one. That's a bad one. I think this is a completely different question for men versus women. <laughs> I would hate like what? I mean, obviously, I would have sex with his with the donkey. Like that's that's the obvious answer oh, for my me. My mic just fell down. <laughs> Doesn't even want I, me to answer it. If I was a woman. I would just let people think I fu- I fucked a donkey. I think that's where I would. But it's go. everyone. It's your spouse. It's your children. It's your boss. Everyone thinks you did. Fine. I don't yeah. want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I'd rather people think that I did and then have the knowledge that I was not defiled. Yeah. That's fair. And commit bestiality. That's disgusting. I would, yeah. I mean, honestly, it'd probably be better to let people think because you could just tell them. You can tell them that you didn't, right? But they'll never believe you. Yeah, right. they'll never believe you, but you'd be like, if you say it loud and long enough till the end of your days and on your deathbed, you'd still, you know, affirm that you never fucked a donkey. It will sow a seed of doubt, and that's enough for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Ew. All right. Uh, um, what's next? Would you rather have a runny nose for the rest of your life or cough after every word? Oh, runny nose. I always cough. I fucking smoke. Like, it's like, I, uh, that's nothing to me. That's nothing to me, man. Yeah, but no, after I totally every word, have a runny nose. After every word sucks, though. So I probably do runny nose, but I do cough a lot. So. After every word is insane. Like that's That is like, insane. It's like the SpongeBob episode where they do, where they're like, this <laughs> buzz. <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. it's that one. It's like this <laughs> buzz. <laughs> Like that. So no. a better one might be runny nose. have a runny nose or have hiccups for the rest of your life. Oh, I hate having That's hiccups. That's tough. Shit sucks. Yeah, I I would do runny nose. Runny yeah. nose is pretty light. That's light easy. Work, That's honestly. easy. All right, all right. That's easy. Um. Okay, I have a couple more. Uh, would you rather have incredibly slow internet forever or be stuck in bumper to bumper traffic every time you drive? Oh my god. I li- okay, I Boston right there. Bumper yeah, to bumper I feel traffic. Like that, that's, that's every pretty fucking much day true. of my fucking life everywhere all the time. What was the other one? Yeah, must be nice or living in Idaho. Incredibly slow internet <laughs> forever. I'd rather the traffic because at least like when I'm in traffic, I can listen to like podcasts and like, but, and when you're in traffic, you can like use your phone. Like you're not, you're That's not true. moving. So, um, but I am oh. quite literally in a, in bumper to bumper traffic every single time I go anywhere. So, it's, well, you heard it, you heard it here, folks. Sydney's on her phone when she drives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've gotten pulled over like seven times. I think the cops know too. <laughs> like, Jeez! Not not for my phone though. For speeding and running stop signs, um, it's different. Um, <laughs> for running stop signs, oh my goodness. Okay, I went to college in Amherst, Massachusetts, which which is um, the middle of nowhere farmland. 
um, and no cars are ever around if you're driving in the surrounding towns. So, um, yeah, I would roll through a stop sign sometimes and I would get pulled over and then they would be like, don't do that. And then let me go. All right. Uh, wait, and then did you, you just say... explain to them your laws are a construct that don't serve me <laughs> in this moment? Yeah, exactly. Bryce, did you answer this one? Uh, which one were we on? Uh, slow oh, slow traffic. I would pick traffic. traffic. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't drive that much, sure. and when okay. I do, it's pretty good chance that I'm probably in traffic, anyways. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this next one's kind of a gamble. It really depends on how uh, well you think. Uh, well, I'll just get into it. So, would you rather increase the number of spiders in your house by 10, 10 times, or eat one live spider? So, that's a gamble. If you don't think you have very many spiders in your house, 10 times might just be you might see a few of them crawling around. But right. if you have a lot of spiders in your house, that could be like hundreds of spiders. I would eat a spider. I would eat yeah, one because go... I don't want to see. I, I, we've had some crazy bugs in here that I've never seen before and didn't think <laughs> were real. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would rather just eat one. I would be fine if it. I could eat a little spider. It does. You didn't say what kind of spider. No, that's yeah. true. And I just could tarantulas never. Tarantulas are arachnids and they're not spiders, so it wouldn't be that big. So I yeah. could. Oh, and I'm could, getting chills just thinking about spiders. Again, you could saute <laughs> it. You just put it in a stew. Exactly. Just like put it in a bowl of chili. Like you're not gonna know whether that's a, you know, a bean or a spider. All right, all right. This is the last one. You ready? Okay. Would you rather always be slightly cold, or always have to pee just a little bit? <laughs> uh, I'm both both, of those both are just enough to be annoying. Times. Both are just enough to be annoying. <laughs> I always have to be, and I'm always cold. <laughs> so I don't. Did you say this is the last one? This is the last one. Okay. Yeah, I <sighs> I feel like I I choose cold because I take pride in my ability to endure cold. Listen, Max, you started off so whacked with this, and then you do the tame ones at the end. Yeah. Like these are, yeah, these are so tame. That's crazy. Well, I'll, I'll finish it off with mine because um, I don't think I've. I've as a would you rather to where you have to choose one. I don't think there's a better one than this. I'll always be cold. By the way, that was my response. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't really want to have to pee all the time. Being cold, you can deal with that. Okay, this one was from. It might have been from a after pod. I think it was with with one with uh, with fart on it. But I came up with it. Would you rather? <clears throat> <laughs> That's right. Would you rather Freaky Friday into your dad, so you switch bodies with your dad and have to fuck your mom, <sighs> or would you rather Freaky Friday into your mom's body and have to fuck your dad? My parents are divorced, so what about that? Pretend well, they're not. I mean, it's it, it's just an added added uh, bit of yeah, information more that taboo. makes it more interesting. Yeah, it's just more interesting. Well, they're both in relationships. Which would make the the scenario even crazier. I don't right. want to do that. I don't want to do it well, at all. Yes, yeah, I mean no point. one wants to do it. <laughs> no one wants it. <laughs> that's not the question. Would you want to do this? 
it's would you if you had to do one which one would you rather yeah sydney already answered she says she doesn't want to okay okay what a cop out what? all right okay, max. i'll answer after max does <laughs> uh, it really is a coin toss at that point for me uh, yeah I mean it really is like it's hard because you don't want to disappoint one of your parents you know like one of them is going to feel good that you hard. chose them yeah <laughs> no that's not why it's hard you guys got to answer. You got to choose one. You can't and you gotta make, give. You know you that my give parents her, Well, okay. What, to what, what do you think? What do you think, Bryce? Uh, you can go back and listen to my response, which I think is a perfectly valid response. <laughs> you you respond. You have to choose one. Which would be, <laughs> which would be the lesser of the evil? I don't. Wa- I, I hate think, thinking I about I think this, I'd rather actually. Freaky Friday into my mom because then I could be more passive about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a good that's a good answer. That's a good answer, Max. Just let it let I feel it gross. wash over you. Yeah. I feel gross. Why okay. is my my camera is still like making me blurry half this episode? I don't know. I don't want to answer this. Sydney, what is it? I really don't. Like I really don't want to think about it either way. You have it's an answer so in your gross. head and you're like No, it's I don't because it's gross and every time I think about it I feel like I'm ha- having like Sydney's dad listens to the podcast. I know. <laughs> like I can't like I'm not fucking answering this. I'm not answering it. I don't want to okay. answer it. All right. So you would fuck your dad. Stop! But... <laughs> That's the answer. I have never coming back. I'm Like, my answer was a little more, had more layers of rationalization on it. It was nuanced. um, Which was... Which was, it was me and David talking, and I said, uh, my answer would be, I I would freaky Friday into my mom and have sex with my dad, because for science, like, I think it would be important to be able to feel what it's like to be a woman while having sex and i think that's something that every man i think that's fair would want to know and experience um unfortunately it's my mother and unfortunately it's my dad but at least well, i like, think the un- the truly unfortunate part about it is you'll never really know how good it could be because you won't be enjoying yourself right uh, and then the other side of it was like you would i mean it'd, it'd be nice to know how you know if your dad was a, a good lover or not you know and you just appreciate it more. And then David pointed out, and you'd get to meet your dad again because my dad's dead. So, oh. I mean, that's. You would get to see your dad again. I, I mean, would that, get to see my dad again. That would be great. And right. um, in the context, it would be weird, but I mean, you, it would be nice. Um, I, that, I mean, I understand the reasoning of like being able to feel like for science what a woman would feel like Mm -hmm. but like i do not like on the other way around i do not crave to know what it's like to be why how do you gotta tell you you're fucking missing out because it is i don't know i mean i guess like i i mean yeah of course yes i do like it would be cool to have like a dick for a day would um, you like to be able to come in like two minutes flat guaranteed that is not all men are like that that is not 
That's come on. No, no, no. All men. Some men are better, but all men can. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, that's fair. No, like if you wanted to come, could you do it in sixty seconds? Could like, I? From yes. Zero. One hundred percent. I'm okay. very efficient. Well, all right. Well, you don't know me. There you go. <laughs> that's kind of wild, actually. <laughs> I mean, from my experience, my wife has never even come. So, I mean, it's it's super complicated. It's not a myth. It's not a myth. But, no, I mean, yeah, of course, it would be cool to, like, wake up one day, have a dick, and then just, you know, be able to do stuff with it. But, like... Right. Um, Your boyfriend I, would not uh, be as excited as you are, but... Or maybe he know. would. I don't know. Maybe he would. Yeah, because he's a bigot, you know? <laughs> I guess... Okay, yeah, you, you guys, got me there. You know him so well. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I hope he listens to this. He episode. loves Sydney. As long as it's Sydney, he should be game yeah. to suck Sydney's dick. I you think know? he I would. Mean, I think that he would. Right. That's love him. right there. Yeah, it is. It is love. You Are you saying you wouldn't suck your wives' dicks if they had them? <laughs> you fucking. I'd do whatever I was asked. Like a Hoover. I would do it in an instant. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, let's All end right. this before I incriminate myself anymore. <laughs> All right. I'm done with this episode. Bye, All right. Guys. Thank you guys for listening. Call into the show, you know the number. Play play the outro music. <laughs> Good day, sir. Good day, sir. You I just had to smell through the scraggly wood. <laughs> 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 <laughs>